there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the podcast. She is all things fab, women empowerment, and life coaching. My name is Evelyn, aka the Fab Chief Desk. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Alejandra McGree, a love coach. Alejandra, go ahead and tell us more about you. Hi, Evelyn. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I truly appreciate it. And uh, a little bit about myself. Well, I am about to be turning 30 here. I just started my coaching business last year. I went on a journey of self-love and it was the most amazing revelation that I had where I have all the power in myself that I never truly realized until last year. I was getting signs from the universe, the number 222. I'm not sure if you're aware of any angel numbers, but my intuition was just to follow them. And um, yeah, I went on a solo trip by myself to West Virginia. And it was a weekend where I realized that I had all the power inside of myself. So I wanted to go ahead and share that with all the wonderful women out there. That is amazing. So was that trip what led you to then open up your business? Yes, it was. Um, That was one of the reasons why I started as well as a event that I had at my house with my girlfriends. Um, We had great conversations, we had wine, and we started opening up about all the troubles and hurdles that we've gone through as women that we don't really talk about out in society out in the open, because everybody's so scared of being judged. And I was like, this is something that needs to be more aware and just shared with all the women out there. And so I started a YouTube that was the start of it. And then I was like, I know I can do more than that. So I started looking into like life coaching. And then I found my niche of love, because that's something that I enjoy. I've always been obsessed with love since I can remember. So that's kind of how it started. 
That's fascinating. So you started with YouTube, you had this experience, and now you're doing uh, love coaching. And is Instagram your main platform right now? Yes, yes, it is. I am going to be creating a website soon. But currently, that is my main platform. Yes. That's great. Uh, By the way, your content is amazing. Let me just say, if you guys don't know about Alejandra and her love coaching, at the end, we'll give you all the info you have to check her out. So going back to the, um, the angel numbers that you mentioned, I'm not familiar. So give me some information. Tell me about it. Yeah. So when you see 111, that's pretty much the beginning. It like, that's the popular one out there. And then the 222 is pretty much stating that you're on the right path, especially if you've been praying to God, to, um, to the universe, to whatever source you believe in, it kind of guides you. The 333, uh, is also one of the changes that it shows you like something is coming for you 555 means there is change upon that's coming i believe a zero is like death in regards to not like death like you're gonna die but death of like you're gonna let go of the ego of the life that you previously had um Mm. i may have that incorrect but i have always searched them on pinterest like that's my main resource yeah um so yeah that's kind of like the angel numbers the guidance that you get from the universe you also have like um animals that can guide you or things like that or a message from a song but that's kind of like what I've been getting from the numbers oh that kind of sounds a lot like manifestation just a different form of it would you say they're kind of interrelated definitely everything in life is connected so yeah definitely is a sign from the universe and manifestation because we're always manifesting we're manifesting our reality just by the way we think and the way we feel it could be a positive manifestation or it could be a negative manifestation but however we send our energy is just a form of manifestation creating our reality that is so true i'm in agreement i'm a big proponent of manifestation uh whichever which way you do it uh Mm -hmm. very big believer in that. So you mentioned that you got together with a group of girlfriends, you had some Mm -hmm. insightful conversation, and that also prompted you to make this uh, shift. I wanted to mention that on that note, a lot of times we do get together with our girlfriends and we have these in-depth discussions that we only share with our intimate inner circle. It never actually Mm -hmm. goes outside of that. So for me, it's so interesting to see that you had that conversation And then it manifested into something that you're now putting out there to the rest of the world. Um, What do your girlfriends think about that? Actually, two of my girlfriends, uh, they were my friends. And then the other one was one of her best friends. Um, So it was like a mutual thing. Um, They cheered me on. They're like, okay, create a podcast. And I told them that I wanted to become a coach of some way or another. At that time, I didn't know what niche it was. And they're like, yeah, go for it. Like, you have helped me so much. You have let me like open up myself and like, let my guard down and actually become someone that I truly am. Like one of my best friends, she actually was the main influence in my life in regards to this. Cause I met her three years ago. And, um, I've come to the point where I realize that women open up to me, like an open book with a short amount of time of knowing them, something that's completely vulnerable to them. And I'm like, I don't understand what it is, but I know that it's a magic within me. So that's kind of how it started. So I truly appreciate them because they have been a big push and a big support in this whole life-changing um, coaching business for me. It is so great to have a support system. Like you really know who your friends are 
when there are trial and tribulations or when you're looking to pursue something that you may Mm -hmm. not be as comfortable in that might be new to you. So I'm glad you have a great support system. Um, I can relate to you in the sense that, you know, I also have a great support system. And what kind of drove me into coaching as well was having people, like you said, share intimate details. I could be Mm -hmm. a target or at a store and, you know, say hi to someone and strike up a conversation. And next thing you know, I'm getting all of this personal (laughs) data. And I don't know if it's the energy that we possess or uh, the Mm -hmm. personality that we put out there, but that's also part of why I got into coaching. So I'm glad to see that we have a lot of similarities there. Yes, that's amazing. And it's, it's definitely the energy because we can feel, I guess, when you have a vibe from a person, I don't know if you have this same situation of like, they have this certain mask upon them where they're pretending to be happy, or they're super cheery and everything. I was like, something's off. Like, yes, someone can be happy. And you can feel that genuine happiness, that cheerfulness. But if it's a mask that they're putting on, you sense that and people sense that as, as well. But I guess for us, we're not aware of because it's our own. Right, right. No, that that's something that I think about a lot too. And I always wonder, like, what is the perception I'm putting out there? Am I wearing a mask sometimes? Because, you know, we have our days where we may not be in the best right. state of mind or frame of mind. And so we have to carry ourselves a certain way. But for the most part, I'm not sure if your friends have told you this, or if just your circle in general, family, partner, what have you, mm-hmm. they have a perception of you. And that perception usually tends to be accurate in terms of the energy and the vibe that you're putting out there. I'm big on vibes. Like if, if for some reason we don't click and mesh, it's it's not going to happen. Our vibe, just the energy is not sinking. Yes. Cause uh, I've had other friendships where I've tried, but things feel tense. Like things aren't genuine in the conversation. Like you can feel when someone's opening up to you, you can sense when you yourself are being able to just be yourself, be comfortable and not worry if they're going to judge you or criticize you for a story or a moment where you were being vulnerable. So yeah, you can definitely sense that. Yeah. It's happened a couple of times I've learned where uh, I have to cut those relationships and kind of shift out of it to also mm-hmm. protect your energy because there are energy suckers out there, right? Um, oh my. For me, I call myself an uh, introverted extrovert. So I okay. limit my interactions too because I feel like it's just such a drain if I'm constantly expending uh, energy. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. You know, Have you had situations where you've had to cut somebody off or, or shift it in another way? I have. And sometimes I feel a little guilty by doing so. But at the same time, I have to be selfish and love myself too. Because if I'm pouring my cup and I'm left empty, then I'm drained and I can, I become bitter. And that's not something that I want to do. So I have cut several friendships out of my life because I noticed that it was just pretty much something that benefited them. It wasn't a mutual exchange. So when it comes to that, I'm like, okay, if it's just me giving you all of my energy, all of my time, all of my effort, I'm sorry, but that's just not going to work for me. It has to be mutual where it's a give and take kind of relationship because that's how it is in every single relationship, whether it's a friendship or a family member or your own partner. Um, it's tough sometimes for sure, but it's sometimes needed in order to take care of yourself. Agreed. Agreed. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, Alejandra is a love coach and you just mentioned loving yourself and having room for yourself right above others. So tell Mm -hmm. me about maybe the top three things that you preach 
in your love coaching? Um, definitely putting yourself first, like I mentioned, um, because you can't pour from an empty cup. This is something that I've learned the hard way. You have to take care of yourself, whether that's going out on nature, journaling, dancing, even like you, even the simplest things. Um, and then also finding your own confidence because sometimes we're so scared of having somebody else's opinion or them not agreeing with us and losing that relationship. But sometimes if they don't agree with you, or let's say you have those differences and you can't find a common ground and they want to just penetrate their opinion onto yourself, then that's kind of disrespectful in a sense. So if you're being Mm -hmm respected, that's not fair to you or the other person. Um, and you know where you stand and then loving yourself. Another form too, is just spending time on your own. That is a big one for me. Kind of like I mentioned earlier, I went on a solo trip. I love spending time with myself because I get to know who I am, what I still enjoy outside of my partner, outside of my family and my friends, because what lights them up might not be the thing that lights me up. I love that. I actually admire women who take the time to go out on solo trips, especially because let's face it, as women, there are a lot of things we have to worry about that males do not. So one, I admire the strength that women have, you know, in doing that. And also, you know, admire the experiences that they share on that front. So going back to the, the inner circle, Are there any friends that you have that have kind of um, have given you inspiration or that you've picked up habits from or ideas from, for example, the solo trip? Uh Was it inspired Um, by anyone? It wasn't inspired by anyone. It was, well, my solo trip that I had with uh, West Virginia was, I I was meant to go with my family and then things fell apart. So I ended up going because I had a deposit. I couldn't get it uh, rescheduled or anything (sighs) like that. I was like, I'm going to lose my money on that. Um, And then also my husband, he was a very big influence on that. He was like, you know what, just go, just go ahead and experience it on your own. You've been wanting to go to a cabin for a while. And I was like, you know what? Sure. Like this is part of like the journey. Let me find who I am without anyone that's like in my family or my partner. Let's see who I am for myself. Um, So I would say my husband is like the biggest support in the whole entire thing. I love that having a partner who is supportive of your wants and needs and who also helps to make that happen is so important. Like you said earlier, sometimes as women, we're giving, 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 putting others above ourselves and not getting that in return. And so we suffer. So I'm so happy to hear that your husband is a great supporter. What did he think when you launched your uh, coaching business? He was all for it. Um, honestly, every single idea that I go with, he's always game. He's always making sure that I'm doing my research because there will be times where I just, I jump on it and don't think about it. But that's like the only thing that he would suggest when I'm starting on a new adventure is like, are you sure this is what you want to do? And that makes me, I guess, not question myself, but really be sure of like, is this something I want to? And if I ask myself one more time just to be certain then it's like okay this is we're doing it so Mm -hmm. he's always there for it that's awesome so talking about the uh me time I love me time I'm big on that 
um, a bit of a bookworm, whether it's reading online or an audiobook um, or a physical, tangible book. Are yeah. there any activities that you feel help you uh, to better your coaching that you pursue in your alone time? Yes, actually, that's another part of this whole launching my coaching business with what happened last year and everybody just staying home and everything shutting down. I bought so many books to just grow within myself. I bought three books that I finished within a month and a half. And I was like, I never realized I was such a big, a big bookworm. And it was amazing. That's kind of what opened everything. I was like, I can do anything I set my mind to. I need mm-hmm. to believe in myself more. I need to change my mindset. And from there, everything just went rolling down the hill. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So curious, you mentioned you opened your business or started life coaching in the past year. Was it before COVID or after COVID? After COVID. Yes. Okay. So you probably have a little bit different challenges than like someone who had it before COVID. Okay. So good to know, but it's fine. I'm actually, I'm actually with you. I started my business, you know, after COVID. So we're in the same boat Yeah. Um, for like a few years. I've been doing the whole coaching thing pro bono and I decided, okay. you know what, I'm going to shift now to make this, you know, a business. And so mm-hmm. there are different challenges that come along, but for us, because we did it after COVID there is, I feel mm-hmm. less challenges than like someone who had a different structure uh, beforehand. Okay. I honestly don't know in regards to challenges because before that I was an MLM coaching, like it was more about products and everything like that. And it just didn't feel aligned to me. And uh, yeah, you would meet in person, you would go ahead and have these meetings, right? And now it's a little bit different in regards to having a Zoom call. That's pretty much where everybody gets to meet each other as well as social media, like those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, however, even YouTube, like you still get to connect with people and create this just connection of just having a conversation, getting to know one another, just like you and I, where Mm -hmm. we have so much in common, but we've never met each other on like in person. Yeah. So I think that's really amazing. And I actually wonder, like sometimes when I meet people, if we would have met in a different scenario, if it weren't for that one thing that ties us together. Um, I have to say that like with the coaching prior to COVID, I wasn't really as active on social media. I didn't explore it as an outlet to put my content out there to generate business uh, from there and to meet like-minded women like yourself. Uh, So curious on that, were you on social media or as active with this content before you launched your business? I was not as active. I, at least I didn't have a way of knowing how to connect with people, how to find the right people. Um, one big thing that I found was Facebook groups. That's kind of the major part where I've found women that have that similar mindset. But in regards to like the outside world, I guess it's a little different. Like I would be a little bit like yourself. You said you're an introvert slash extrovert, but I'm more of the introvert side. I Mm -hmm. would go ahead and compliment them or give them a smile or anything like that. But to strike a deeper conversation didn't really come to mind. So the social media definitely has helped for sure. Yeah, social media um, can impact so many things, uh, but there's also so many different types of media that it can be overwhelming at times. So you mentioned that Instagram is your main platform. 
Instagram is my main platform too. And we're both doing Mm -hmm. the podcasting thing. And Lord knows how many other things we're we're doing, but it's a lot. And sometimes I get overwhelmed. What about you? Do you get overwhelmed with all of the media outlets? Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I did at the beginning. And then, um, with working with my coach, it's all about where you really focus all your energy. And sometimes we want to create multiple, um, ideas or contents and share them everywhere, but you could also share that same idea from Instagram and create that into a podcast and then share it to maybe if you have a Facebook group or YouTube, like you still can go ahead and create that same exact point that you made on Instagram to your podcast. And you're not wondering like, what do I do next? Or should I create another thing? Because then that's also draining your energy too. So just go with one topic at a time for sure. So something else I wanted to sort of bring up around social media, we're coaches and we're in the field. So we interact with so many individuals who are also in a similar uh, facet, right? They share content that's similar to ours. They, they may be same type of coach or close enough. Do you ever feel imposter syndrome or feel disillusioned because it seems like there's so much of the same stuff? Oh my goodness. That is such a great question because when I first got started, I was like, there's so many women that are doing like love coaching and confidence coaching. And I was following them. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, I can't go ahead and compare myself to other coaches. They have their own thing going. They've already had their own experiences. Some are dating, some are at different stages in life. I can't go ahead and copy or say what they're saying, because that's, that's their own story. That's their own experience. So what I had to do at one point is unfollow them because then that was kind of clouding my own experience and imposter syndrome, like you said. So I had to go ahead and just delete that for a moment and think of like, okay, what is it that I've gone through? What is it that people can go ahead and relate to with my own story? Because my own story is my own. It's not going to be compared to yours or another love coach because I went through a different phase in my life compared to theirs. So I can't say, oh, we're doing the same thing. Um, it, it wouldn't be an imposter syndrome because that is my own life. I can't say I'm imposing the same life that they yeah, have. Yeah, that is wonderful a wonderful statement for the audience out there do you hear that it is your own story you are your own individual and just because somebody may be doing the same thing that you are doesn't mean that they're doing it how you're doing it you have your own offering to put out there so there are a lot of resources out there Alejandra's one I am one so Alejandra's a love coach as I mentioned I am a mindset transformation coach but a lot of what we do overlaps. So if you need additional help and resources, reach out to someone who's in the field. They have so much to offer. So Alejandra, I'm curious, um, is there anything you want to share with the audience that not many folks might know about you? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, one of the things that I love is that my sister and I, we're 17 years apart. Like that to me was something that I always wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, it's, it's a, like her, 
my sister and then my cousin, who's like my sister, they are my main love that I have in my life. I want to be their role model to show them that they can do anything that they set their mind to because they are pretty much the future in a sense too. And I want them to have the confidence to go ahead and create anything that they want in life. Even though society may say you need to do this first, you may need to do something in a certain order, but you can do your life however you choose to. Right. And taking the first step, that's what you need to do, right? Just that one step to get you going. And then from there, you just wing it. And then once once you learn more and more, you structure it and you move on and on and eventually you get to where you want to be. But it's all about taking that first step and putting in the work. That is so great. So is it one of two uh, or do you have two other siblings? So it's um, just my sister. Um, we have different dads, but we are 17 years apart. But then my cousin, um, she and I are nine years apart. But between my sister and my cousin, gotcha. there are nine years apart. So like mm-hmm. and the number nine is a big thing for me as well. So uh-huh. I'm all into numbers. So it's three <laughs> of us in total. We have nine years apart within each other. So yeah. Awesome. I have a, I have a <laughs> couple of siblings and, and, and lots and lots of cousins. Um, and I can tell you, uh, a lot of us think alike and like your friends and your support system, they're my support yeah. system and, and they're always commenting and reaching out about how proud they are, uh, oh, with what amazing. I'm doing. So it's really great that you're paving the way for others. Mm-hmm. And again, similarities on that front. I'm kind of like, oh my God, why are we <laughs> so similar right? in some it's so ways? <laughs> yes, I love it though. It's so crazy and mind blowing because this is like the universe pretty much bringing in the people that you need in your life. And you have so many compatibilities, so many similarities. It's, it's so yes. insane. And like, we're states away, but if it wasn't for social media, like we have, would have never found each other. Exactly. And I'm always like Insta stalking people <laughs> and I Insta stalked you for a while. Like once we connected and I'm always yeah. looking at your content and I, I honestly, I love it. Um, going Thank back you. to the, the whole seeing other coaches, uh, maybe feeling mm-hmm. a certain way about what they're putting out there and the similarities and how you had to unfollow and kind of break mm-hmm. that connection. That is amazing that you do that because most folks don't have the strength to go through mm-hmm. with unlinking or removing that connection because they, they hold on to it because they want to see what the other person is doing they can't stop that comparison to the other person. Yeah. Um, okay. I believe in supporting women. I'm all about it. But like you, when I've found myself comparing or trying to be like another individual with what they're putting out there, I know that it's time to sever that connection. Or if not sever, at least very much limit the interaction. Yes. Or figure out what within me is causing me to feel that way. I love that point because just because you are comparing yourself, that may be showing you of like, I want that lifestyle. How can I get that lifestyle? And and it's not always a bad thing to want that. That's also showing you of like, okay, if they can do it, I know I can make it happen for myself too. Right. So with what you're doing, are there any offerings or do you have any grand plans or things you're putting together that you want to share with the audience? 
Yeah. So currently my offer is a one-on-one coaching for six months in the future. I do want to create retreats uh, for the weekend. If not, once everything starts opening up international retreats, but yes, currently I am having one-on-one coachings um, for women who are either looking to manifest their love into their life. Um, But I do that by having them learn to first love themselves, because if you don't love yourself and you're looking outside of your self for happiness and being completed, then that is definitely the first issue that we go ahead and address. I am in such agreement with you. Did you guys hear that? When you're looking for external validation, things outside of yourself, that is bad. It means that there is an underlying issue with your perception of you that you need to address. Mm -hmm. Love it. So Alejandra, in terms of advice. What advice would you give to women who are suffering with esteem, with loving themselves? Um, the advice that I would give them is why are you hiding yourself? You are already amazing the way you are. You exist for a reason. And the you may not know that now, but there is a reason for your existence. I mean, we are on this earth there. There's this thing that I read somewhere um, that your mom and your dad met and then you were created. You know how many possibilities there were for that to happen? There's okay. a million, maybe even more. I don't remember the amount of it, but it's just that one egg, as well as the sperm, I mean, going into production (laughs) here, but like, can you imagine that that took so much for just you to exist? Like you are already amazing for just being here and that should be enough. Like you are enough. Right. And also think about it too. You won the race. You were the one sperm (laughs) that made it to the egg. So if you ever find yourself in doubt, be like, Hey, I won the race. I am here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So on a, on a similar note, what advice do you have for women who might be looking to transition to a field like yours who might want to be a love coach? Um, I would definitely go ahead and go to YouTube. That was one of my main resources in regards to that. If you feel called to do an impact on people's lives, whether that's the mindset like yours or love, or let's say for a business that you're really good at, um, some sort of strategy, go ahead and do YouTube. There's so many books out there. That's like the one resource that I would say, like, go out there, go do it. And Another thing, if you fail, that's okay too, because from failing, you learn your lesson of what you can improve better the next time. Because falling falling down is not a mistake. It's just more of you can get back up and do it again. Yes. And guys, you heard that failure is not the end all. Failure is actually your step to success. And your failures teach you what to change, what to alter on your way to that success. So don't be afraid to fail. Sometimes we have to fail to get that wake-up call. Exactly. Alejandra, are there any questions that you might have for me that are questions that you would have wanted me to ask you? Um, 
That is a really good question. <laughs> I cannot think. I guess the one question is of what was my wake up call? My wake up call in regards to the whole self love thing was of. Uh, I was looking for outside validation myself. I'm sure everyone out there has. But when you realize that you step into your own power, um, everything is attracted to you. Once you find that confidence within yourself, the right people come into your life because you also have the people that not are necessarily wrong, but that are there to teach you a lesson and to break you down. So you go ahead and say, you know what, that's enough. I'm done with people's bullshit. I'm sorry for saying that, but it's more (laughs) of like, I am just, I know I deserve better. Once you realize that you deserve better, everything changes. That's so true. You mentioned that uh, people come and go and they teach you something or leave something. I believe in that too. I learned that a few years ago where it, it just dawned on me the realization that, you know what, not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever, right? They have right. a purpose that they serve. They contribute to your life in some way. You learn from the experience, you take it and you shape it. And then when their time is up, they move on. And, and that's yep. big in relationships. Yes, definitely. Something um, like you mentioned, some people don't want to let go of something because they are they know it, they're comfortable with that, but that doesn't mean that they're meant to stay in your life forever. Yeah. I had this conversation with my cousin on not relationships, but just comfort zone in general. Just yesterday Mm -hmm. I was coaching her through some (laughs) stuff. And, you know, one of the things that she wants to do is get the certification. She's a therapist uh, to expand her practice. And the reason why she wasn't pursuing it is because she's comfortable where she is. She's worried Mm -hmm. about failure, worried about the added responsibility. And it's like, you, you can't think that way. You have to pursue what you want to pursue, even if it is uncomfortable, because it is in that uncomfortability that we have our greatest successes. Yes. Yes. So, so true. So Alejandra, how can people get in touch with you? I know Instagram is your main platform and we'll share all that information. Um, a little bit towards the end and in the uh, podcast details, but any other areas where they can get in touch with you? They can go ahead and email me that those are my two main sources at the moment. Um, I am looking to create my website here in the next couple of months, but yes, those are my, uh, my two main sources. Yeah. I can't wait to see your website. I bet it's going to look amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, before we kind of break off, Obviously, I, I'm enjoying the conversation. I would love to keep going, but let's face it, we have to call it at some point. Any yes. last minute comments you want to make or statements you want to share with our audience? Um, yeah, I want to tell the audience of you are love. Love is already inside of you. And once you see that, all the magic that you want to create into your reality will definitely happen. I love that. So you guys, self-love, it's so important. It starts with you, your perception of you, and the love that you have for yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Exactly. Yes. Thank you so much, Alejandra. It was such a pleasure to have you here today. I look forward to our continued engagement. 
And if there's anything else that you guys want to see, definitely check out her Instagram. Alejandra, what's your Instagram? It's at manifest with Alejandra and Evelyn. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. And I love this conversation. You're welcome. Hopefully we'll talk soon. Definitely. We could go for round two if needed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, uh, we'll put all the information, uh, Alejandra's Instagram, how to contact her in the podcast details. Go ahead and check that out. Give her a like and follow and definitely comment and engage with her. Yes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you soon. 